0: Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and I've got some news and views from a West Texans, biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey, guys, welcome to today's podcast. And um, I'm sure you may be aware by now, or maybe not, that Podbean is having some issues. And so I'm not quite for sure when this um, episode will be uploaded. But to let you know, I'm recording it now. It's 519 on the 3rd of January, and um, I will get that uploaded as soon as Podbean gets their technical things straightened out. Now, um, one thing I can say is, of all the time and years that I have been using Podbean, I have never, ever, ever had a technical issue. So, not a bad track record for them at all, and they have the most wonderful customer service team ever. So if you've ever wanted to start a podcast, let me tell you, Podbean is the way to go. Their platform is very easy. Um, Everything that they use is very easy um, to understand, to incorporate. If you have questions, there's a giant platform and forum of people to help you. Plus their customer service is always there to help you. Anyway, not that I'm, you know, being sponsored or anything. I am just telling you, I use Potbean and I really do enjoy them. So if you ever wanted to start one, they are the easiest. You can do it. You can start one right off of your phone. You don't need any special software. Okay, so I use uh, Filmora, Wondershare Wonder Filmora. That's the software that I use um, to do my podcast, which makes it easier because I started doing YouTube channels. Or I mean, I started my YouTube videos, and so that's why I have Wondershare. Anyway, Wondershare Filmora is fantastic. I was grandfathered in from like long ago, and I bought the Lifetime membership. I don't know if they offer that anymore or not, but they keep trying to get me to upgrade <laughs> to thirteen, I'm like no, because I read the fine print, and it's like you may be charged for. I'm like nope. <laughs> so I'm still using the old school eleven. But anyway, folks, I want to talk to you guys today. So good news, I am heading out to uh, our Wednesday service at um, New Hope Fellowship at River Road. If you're here in the Amarillo, Texas area, please join us. Our pastor is uh, speaking on end times events, Dr. Randy Davis. And um, I found Pastor Randy um, back in November of 2020. I was very sick. I had COVID um, and I found him and he was preaching on the end times. (laughs) So he has done extensive preaching on end time events, prophecy events, um, things like that. And I'm very thankful to have him as my pastor. I have his book. If you guys are interested, please let me know. Um, It's uh, all the questions you would want answered from a pastor pastoral perspective. I love it. It's Dr. Randy Davis. Anyway, I can get you a copy. I know somebody. I know somebody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, I can get you guys a copy. Um, just let me know. Um, okay, so great, great. And so I found him back in November. And I remember I was praying and I was like, Lord, man, if I survive COVID, um, I will start going to church there. And so 18 days later, I uh, was well enough to uh, go to church. And uh, December the 6th of 2020, I started going to uh, church. There it was LifeWay Fellowship. Um, he retired two years later. I'm like, what? So he retired. Um, I believe it was in 2022. He retired. And um, I say air quotes retired because he went to interim pastor at a Paramount Baptist uh, River Road. So it's, our, it's a satellite church. They're Paramount Baptist. We have a huge Paramount Baptist church anyway. And it's the location at River Road. And after a year, uh, and many prayers. We have broken away from Paramount. Praise God. And we are independent now. We are, um, it's a uh, new hope fellowship at River Road. And so if you are in the Amarillo area, please join us. We would love to have you. We are a new church. Um, and I'm super excited about that. We have a YouTube channel. And um, guys, I hope you get excited about that. I've already got uh, the page set up. Uh, we are still working on audio video equipment that type of stuff um so that i can start uploading um our our pastor's sermon sermons i should say tonight i know i recorded it last sunday on my iphone my iphone is broke you guys it is i have dropped it so many times my camera kind of works kind of doesn't work um the audio quality is terrible i am sorry um that was very bad quality but tonight i'm going to bring my ipad And I'm going to use the Wi-Fi off of my cell phone hotspot. And I'm going to, good Lord willing, uh, going to use the iPad. And I'm going to record um, Pastor Randy and upload it onto the Bible Prophecy for Today um, Facebook page. I'm going to Facebook Live it, guys. So that'll be tonight at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So that's why I've got to get a move on because it's uh, 5.23. (laughs) So, I do have one article to read to you guys today, and it's a doozy. It is a doozy. I mean, it's restraining the Great Reset. Christians are a roadblock to globalism, and the world powers know it. This is by Terry James. Guys, go to com if you want some more information from uh, from Terry. This is at HarbingersDaily.com. It is posted on January the 2nd and uh, for you folks out there that do listen to uh, Jan Markel's radio program at org, uh, Jan Markell, um, it's a great program today. Great program. And she actually is talking about Terry Jane's book on there. But guys, I'm telling you, you're going to want to listen to that. Babylon and all this fun stuff that's going on and where we're headed in Rome and Catholicism and um, mm, mm-hmm, universalism and ecumen, all kinds of Really, really good stuff is on this program from a former Catholic. Um, so, guys, please go watch that program. And she also mentioned they do have a app. So there is an Olive Tree Views app. And um, please, guys, download that. And that way you'll have all that at your fingertips. And along with Pastor Billy Crone at GoodLifeMedia.com. GoodLifeMedia.com. He's got a uh, a um, app as well. And, um i'm kind of excited because um it's wednesday and friday is the first friday of january and you know what that means pastor brett meter at Athy creek church will be having their prophecy update they have one prophecy update a month and it's on the first friday so super excited about that so guys if you don't follow them on facebook you, i mean not facebook on youtube yeah you mate well they're on facebook too but i mean if you want to go check out their videos you can check them out on youtube i super excited about that so a lot of good things are happening today as we are looking up for the return of our great god and savior the lord jesus christ to come and yank us out of here to get us out of here to save us to snatch us out of this evil wicked world and um I look at those folks who are the king, what is the kingdom now, people? <laughs> Dominion now, people. Uh, I'm like, how's that looking for you guys? <laughs> we have to make the earth good. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be perfect. Jesus ain't coming back. We got to make it all perfect. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We got to make it perfect. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's going too well for you guys. Uh, just, you know, looking out and about and around. Um, It's looking kind of bleak. Um, but we as Christians born again Bible-believing Christians, we know that that is not true that's not how this all happens that's not how this ends we know that the lord jesus christ is the one that comes takes us out of here raptures his church is brought to heaven and then he pours his wrath out on an unbelieving world and he pours out his wrath because he is wanting those in israel his chosen people to turn from their wicked ways and to accept jesus christ as their messiah it's all for the jewish people and people are like, well, he's given up on them, blah, blah, blah. No, he has not. They are his chosen people. They are the apple of his eye. He has never changed. God doesn't change. Okay, your thoughts may change. You may change. You may read the Bible in eisegesis, exegesis. Okay, there's two forms right there. How you read the Bible or does the Bible read you? <laughs> you can't read into it what you want it to say. And so... God doesn't change. He does not change. And that's one I am so thankful. Aren't you guys thankful for that? That our Heavenly Father does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. His word is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It doesn't change. Praise the Lord God for that. Now if you're a Mormon, <laughs> all that changes. It kind of goes with the culture. <laughs> Jehovah Witnesses, all that wicked, crazy stuff. It just kind of, you know, Catholicism. Look at Roman Catholicism. It just kind of goes with the culture. Oh, gay. Oh, well, yeah, you can be a bishop. Oh, you're homosexual. Oh, yeah, you can preach now. We've God loves ever What? What? Where do you find that in the Bible? Did you know, and I just learned this today, that one of the forbidden books uh, of the, what is it, the Trent, whatever that they have there, uh, uh, the c- Catholicism, whatever, um, that the Bible was actually a banned book like what how because they want to control you kind of like that church here in emerald texas that i have been talking about wants to control their congregation so do the catholics they want to control their people they don't want you to read the bible because if you did you would know that they are way way off base and blaspheming the lord and their heretics but and they killed millions and millions of christians yes folks yes catholicism roman catholics that's what they did you know. But they try to say, oh, it's just water under the bridge. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. They're still teaching the same um, inerrant false gospel. Um, folks, that is not Jesus Christ every single Sunday. That's not the Lord Jesus coming back into the little Eucharist, into the little bread. No, that is not. Can you imagine? No. No, Lord Jesus died once and once and for all, for all sin. Anyway, let's move around along or I'll be sitting here talking about this for a long time we got to get this article read because i have dog customers to go take care of and i have to get to church tonight it is wednesday and i pray that you guys are in the house of the lord today whatever that may be uh, as my pastor was talking about last sunday that wednesday night services are kind of going out of style you know it's all about style now it's all about what makes you happy because you know it's all about you right wrong it's about the lord jesus christ and we are to gather even more even more often, as we see the day approaching of his soon return. And so, where are you going to be? I'm going to be in the house of the Lord if the good Lord wills it. So, Terry James, January the 2nd, HarbingersDaily.com. Here we go. Restraining the great reset. Christians are a roadblock to globalism in the world powers know it those of us who believe we are charged by the lord to be quote watchers unquote on the wall look at the acceleration of stage setting for prophetic fulfillment as a wondrous thing to behold now, i'm one of those folks i know you guys are too if you're listening to this podcast anyway uh, there can be no missing the reality that we are fast approaching the denouncement or the de- denouement of the age of grace uh, no recent development has been more significant than the movement toward establishing a new world order. A specific element that is most troubling within that movement is termed the Great Reset. And I'm sure I just murdered that word that he was talking about of the great of the age of grace. And I think it means um, in my little Texan mind here, it's the soon closing of the age of grace because the Lord Jesus is coming to take us home. So I'm sorry. I'm just a girl from Texas. Anyway, this term defined within the title of a book about the same name means the globalization of the entire world. Those who intend to establish a world under a single governmental rulership must, in their view, not be thwarted. The very existence of the planet depends upon their being able to achieve their goals, goals encapsulated within what they call agenda 21 and now agenda 30. this quote agenda means they must accomplish all their shaping of this global old order no later than the year 2030. these would-be globalist masters don't see the things developing as we do by looking at them through the prism of bible prophecy while we see things advancing toward antichrist regime at an amazing and frightening pace the globalists such as author of the book the great reset see things as being slowed and inhibited by forces they must eliminate that is they must eliminate those like us for example and by us he says i mean both we who are christians pointing out their evil and this nation the united states of america whose people have been steeped in basic liberty and god-given rights from a judeo-christian foundation for almost three centuries America is the single most powerful holdup to Agenda 30 in the Great Reset. This nation, the most materially blessed in history, will not go gently into that good night, unquote, as Dylan Thomas would have it. We won't easily be made to ride bicycles, stay within 15-minute cities, and eat bugs instead of the foods we love, like the Great Resetters and their agenda insists we do. There will be major pushback for as long as the nation exists as it is presently. Comprised, Of course, the American liberty-loving and joint constituency is under constant attack by the powers and principalities of Ephesians 6.12, both demonic and human, and that Luciferian cabal is determined to take down America and eliminate all opposition to their agenda. These minions called the opposition they face, quote, the retreat from globalization, unquote. The following excerpt gives more detail of Klaus Schwab and his cohort's determination to change things so that a neo-tower of Babel can be built free of opposition, quote. This is a quote from Klaus Schwab's book, says Klaus Schwab, in Theory Mallorette's book, COVID-19, The Great Reset, identified, quote, the global governance freefall, unquote, as an existential as is as an existential challenge, then if we do not collaborate, we are doomed. Nation states uh, nation states make global governance possible. One leads the other, the book states. The more nationalism and, uh, and isolationism pervade the global polity, oh, the greater the chance that global governance loses its relevance and becomes ineffective. Sadly, we are now at this critical juncture. Put bluntly, we live in a world in which nobody is really in charge. Unquote, goes on to continue. Quote, managing director of the International Monetary Fund, Kristalina Georgie- Georgieva, uh, suggested, quote, concentrating on the areas where without working together, we are doomed. The examples she gave us, we are doomed without globalization, were climate change, the green transition, and debt. The mm. United States has massive debt. I'm going to interject here. Anyway, back to the quote. The authors don't explain why there is a need for, a, quote, an individual reset. They simply assume it was a consequence of the COVID pandemic. However, as they did throughout the book, they used collectivism as a tool of social control. Quote, if as human beings we do not collaborate to confront our ex- existential, oh my goodness, existential challenges, the go- the environment and the global governance freefall, among others, we are doomed, quote, they claimed. The rise of nationalism makes the retreat of globalization inevitable in most of the world in impulse. And I'm sorry, most of the world in impulse, particularly notable in the West. The vote for Brexit and the election of President Trump on a protectionist platform are two momentous markers of the Western backlash against globalization. The two authors wrote. I'm sorry, I have such a hard time with their wording. It doesn't really make sense. But then again, it is a reprobate mind. I'm sorry, their wording. This doesn't quite flow for this Texas girl. I'm sorry. Anyway, goes on to say. As the writer of the article further writes, quote: As we have said before, the term the common good and its ugly sister, the greater good represent collectivism, which is found in socialist, communist, and fascist movements. These movements use the quote, common good as a tool for social control, unquote. So Terry James goes on to say, this is exactly what we see happening within the American political process today. Now, when I say author, I'm not saying Terry James, I'm saying the two authors, you know, Klaus Schwab and, uh, what's her name up here? Um, Theory Malaret's book COVID nineteen. I'm sorry, not those were the those, that was the problem. I have a hard time reading their wording because it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. It doesn't flow. It's all evil. I wasn't talking about Terry James at all. So as you can tell. Back to Terry James' article, and Terry says, This is exactly what we see happening within the American political process today. The incessant drive to bring about a Marxist collective system is at the heart of the attempted Great Reset being foisted by the human minions insisted, assisted by the demonic of Ephesians 6.12, in my study opinion, he says. I heard a senator speaking before the Senate chamber the other day. He says, I liked what he said, although I'm almost certain he didn't realize the true importance of his statements. He said something like, Quote, instead of the un-American Great Reset, we need the Great Resist. We must resist this attempted Marxist type tyranny, unquote. The Great Reset is precisely what is given within God's word as opposition to Satan and his minions attempted to bring, uh, I'm sorry, and his minions attempts to bring to power the man of sin antichrist in his regime of horrors second thessalonians 2 verses 6 through 8 the kjv says and i quote and now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time for the mystery of iniquity doth already work only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way and then shall that wicked be revealed whom the lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming unquote Terry goes on to say we who know the Lord Jesus for salvation are part of the great resist pastors he says listen up don't resist the great resist he says to resist the great resist you are aiding and assisting those who want to bring about the great reset preach Bible prophecy and from the pre-trib view jesus is about to intervene in the wicked affairs of humankind the rapture according to all the signs and signals of the coming tribulation raging in every direction is about to disrupt life on planet earth he says and i agree for those who haven't done so here is how to be prepared thus be assured that you will go to jesus christ when he calls all believers to himself in that stupendous moment of rescue from this judgment bound earth and how do you do that Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 from the KJV tells us that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Folks, that is our author and uh, one of my favorite authors, Terry James. I have several of his books, and he's got quite a few books Um you can get them there from his website at terryjamesprophecyline.com, or you can grab them at um, Olive Tree Views. Uh, you can go there to her store, or you can get them on Amazon as well. Um, guys, I'm telling you, time is so short. I can't stress it enough. I can't, um, I can't force you to cry out to the Lord Jesus and ask him to save you. I can't do that. Only you can do that. And I always say, your mama can't save you. I mean, y'all know your mama was a Christian she can't save you. Her Christianity, her relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ can't save you. You know, your grandmama, she might have been a Christian, but her relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ can't save you. You have to make that decision yourself. You have to cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ, ask him to save you. Confess your. Uh, confess your relationship, confess your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to do that. It's a decision that you have to make. And I'm going to tell you, it's an eternal decision. I always say you can be sitting on your couch, eating Cheetos. <laughs> you can be driving down the road. You can be whatever. I don't care what you're doing. But today is a day of salvation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wait another millisecond. I wouldn't wait another millisecond. Cause you know, the Bible says in the twinkling of an eye, and that is pretty dad burn fast. The twinkling of an eye. And we are caught up to be with the Lord. And that could happen at any moment at any moment it's imminent That's what the bible says it's imminent nothing has to happen before the lord jesus yanks us out of here nothing none of these problems nothing has to happen and let me tell you something we are so close to what the book of the bible tells us the book of revelation tells us what will be happening in the end days the tribulation the days of the great tribulation are coming upon us so fast things are already in place there is already a system that can mark everybody there's already a system that can control what you buy and sell. There is a system that can control where you go, who you know, what you do, where you work. Just look at the COVID-19 experiment and the jab, the vaccine. Look at all those experiments. What do they do? People lost their jobs because they refused to get the jab. Now, oh, the government, you know, you know oh, no, we're not telling you stuff, but your job will tell you that you have see what I mean. They can manipulate the system like that. Look over at China. I was watching a documentary yesterday um, on YouTube on China. Folks, I, I you know, mm, you talk about um, the Antichrist beast system. That is an on, ongoing right there. You look over at those people right there. Everything they're continuously monitored. Everything is monitored. They know you. They have glasses that these police officers now wear. They're fixing to uh, put these into effect, and they can. These cameras are on these on these glasses that these police officers wear over there, and they can point who you are. They know by facial recognition who you are, what you've done, where you've been, where you're going. Everything, folks. Your phones track you. Everything tracks you. Your TVs, your quote, quote unquote smart TVs, listen to everything you say. Your computers listen to you. Your car listens to you everything is being monitored we are so close folks there's nothing left there's nothing left that has to be put in place to track and trace every human being on this on this planet nothing needs to be done nothing and so you see these days coming where there's the mark of the beast. People are like, well, what's the mark of the beast? Let me tell you something. If you're a Christian, you don't have to worry about what the mark of the beast is going to be because you're not going to take it because you won't be here. But there will be some that will be left who will not go in the rapture of the church. There will be those that are left. I'm going to tell you right now, Don't. if you are left behind and you find yourself and you're listening to this podcast by some way, I don't know, and you've been left behind, whatever you do, don't take the mark of the beast. I was listening to Grace Radio today. At the Calvary Chapel Network, and um, there was a pastor on there. I think I'm not sure where he was from Virginia. I think I don't know. But they used to have different pastors on there. What he said was wrong, and uh, I need to I need to actually ride into the radio station. It was about ten o'clock my time this morning, uh, maybe ten thirty. I'm not for sure, but what he said was um, that there'll be a mark of the beast, and that there will be, um, of course, in the Book of Revelation. When, you know, when the uh, uh, the Great Tribulation happens, which is the last three and a half and You know. Uh, years of the tribulation there's going to be scorpions and they're going to look like scorpions they have the face of a human and then tails where they? they come from the abyss from a badness. this is where these demons are released that god you know it's amazing because they only and the bible says they will only only sting those who have the mark of the beast that's it that's the only ones that are going to go sting if you're a christian a born-again believer During the tribulation, they won't come after you. They're not going to come after you because you've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. These are the ones that have taken the mark of the beast. And this is what he said. And this is where he's wrong. He said, and I'm not going to name any names because, you know, hey, I'm just saying he's wrong because he said... That those people, he goes. This is he goes. This is how loving our heavenly Father is. He goes. Yes, and They're going to want to die, but they can't die because the Bible says the sting. They'll be in excruciating pain. They'll be in torment, and they will want to kill themselves, but God won't let them kill themselves. And he said, this is how loving God is because he wants people to repent. He wants. He's oh, hit the microphone. He's wanting them to come to repentance. He's wanting them to cry and ask the Lord Jesus to save them, but they won't. That's how stubborn they are. And this is where he's wrong because once you've taken the mark of the beast, there is no repentance for you. There's an angel flying in the heavens saying, if you take the mark of the beast, there is no hope for you. No hope for you. You're doomed. You're damned to hell. That's it. So don't take the mark of the beast because you will never be saved. If you do, you have already condemned yourself. If you take the mark of the beast, that's where he was wrong. So folks, there's a lot of great pastors out there and there's a lot, a lot of great teachers and prophecy teachers and all kind of, but folks, you have got to what you have to weigh what they say with the, what the word of God says. You have to weigh those things. If you don't know the word of God, you will be lost. You will be lost because you don't know. I would, you know, I couldn't have said when I heard that, oh, that's wrong. Because, you know, if I didn't read that part of the Bible for myself and the Holy Spirit brought that to my remembrance, then I wouldn't know what he said was wrong. I'm like, oh, yeah, they, no, but they don't. That's the thing. You don't have a chance. And like when it talks about in and, and Thessalonians, a the man of perdition and all of that, he talks about all that uh, when the restrainers moved out of the way, which is the, whole, which is the church. The church, when we are taken out of the way, that is when this man of lawlessness will be revealed. And it talks about Christians, you know, when we're taken out of here. There'll be people that you know them and I know them, that you have told the, 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 the gospel to hundreds of times. You have told them hundreds of times. And they have heard the gospel, heard the gospel. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, whatever. And there's ones, you know, that have hardened their heart to it. And they're like, no. And they're like, no, never. They've hardened their heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Those will be people who God will send a great delusion on. And they will never, will never repent. They will never ask Jesus to save them because they had their chance. And when we are raptured out of here, they will believe the lie. Because they did not accept accept God's son when he was here. They rejected Jesus. And for that, they will believe the great deception. They will believe the great delusion, the great lie. But then there'll be other ones who you've told, you know, they just haven't had that chance to make up their mind. They haven't hardened their hearts to the Lord Jesus. They're just like, well, you know. And when the rapture happens... And they're going to know you, and they're going to know what you told them. Hey, there's going to be a day when the Lord Jesus is going to yank his bride. We're going to be raptured out of here. And the world's going to tell you it was demons, and it was aliens, and it was whatever. Oh, they had to, went to a higher consciousness, and oh, you know, blah, 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 Mother Earth, and whatever. All that false garbage. They won't believe that deception because you told them what was going to happen, and it will happen. And they're going to be like, whoa, those are the people... That will have the chance to repent and to ask jesus to be their savior but let me tell you something if you wait till that point you will go through the tribulation and they will be hunted down by satan and the antichrist and you will be murdered deheaded, What was it decapitated i think is what the bible says most of them will be beheaded so listen and there's gonna be horrors there's gonna be like you don't want to live through the seven-year tribulation if you even make it but there'll be those that do make it because they go into the millennial kingdom but let me tell you something, <laughs> you don't want to go through that. There's wars and there's going to be famines and pestilence and there's going to be like the water will be turned to blood and there's going to be like, but it's going to be horrific. It will be horrific. It'll be like no other time on earth. So folks, I'm telling you, today is the day of salvation. Please don't wait. Please don't wait. You don't want to wait to all that. Okay. I mean, I'm telling you, Jesus is crying out. He's knocking on your door. The Holy Spirit is wooing you right now. Please cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ to save you. God doesn't want anybody to perish. He wants all to come to the saving grace and knowledge of his son and his son, Jesus Christ. Don't wait. People are like, well, we're good. Send a good person to hell. Number one, none of us are good. None of us. We're all, we're all sinners deserving of hell. Every one of us. All of us. Nobody, nobody's good. Nobody's good. The Bible says all of our righteous quote works are like filthy rags to him. None of us. None of us. We all deserve hell. But God sent his son, his only son, Jesus Christ, to live the perfect, sinless life that we couldn't live. And he was our he was the sacrifice for our sins. He took God's wrath upon him on the cross. He died for our sins so that we might be saved. And God raised him from the dead three days later. Folks, that's the gospel. That's the good news. That is the good news. And if anybody tells you another gospel, they are an anathema. They are to be accursed. The health, wealth, prosperity gospel is a false gospel. You can't add anything to that. You sure can't take anything away from that. That is the gospel. That is it. God didn't come to bring you a Cadillac. God didn't come to make you healthy, wealthy, and wise. God didn't come. No. We will have trials and tribulations. The Bible promised that, told us that. Jesus said, the world hated me, and it will hate you too. The Bible says we are in this world, but we are not of this world. You ever get that feeling like, no, I'm not in Kansas anymore, (laughs) or I'm not, this is not my home. This is not my home. I know this is not my home because the Lord Jesus has a home for us. He's gone to prepare a place for us. He says in my father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again, and receive you to myself. That where I am there, you may be also in the way you know. Some of them say my father's house are many rooms. And I kind of like that one better. Many rooms. You know, he's made a room for us. Isn't that awesome? That's John 14, by the way. My very favorite chapter in book of all the bible i love the book of john and that's my favorite my very favorite chapter is john 14 that guys i'm going to get off of here i gotta go to church it's 5 49 i gotta roll <laughs> um guys i thank you guys so much for listening um if you're new to this podcast welcome to the family um i really do appreciate you listening i'm i'm just a country girl that's all i am <laughs> i'm from texas i'm from a farm a little bitty community you guys probably never heard of you never could find it on the map well you might be able to find it on the map (laughs) but uh i'm I'm in between Hart and nazareth texas that's where i'm from somewhere i'm at now but um that's where i was raised and uh see you you want to talk about you know small town country girl that's pretty country as we say here with the k country (laughs) no um no i i love the lord jesus christ and um you know I don't want anybody I don't want anybody um, to not know him I don't want anybody to perish I want all to come to to know him as their Lord and Savior and um, you know time is so short it is so short you're not guaranteed your next breath you know if I was to drop dead right now I know where I would open my eyes I would open my eyes in the presence of Lord Jesus if you were to drop dead where would you open your eyes if you have any doubt John MacArthur Johnny Mac John MacArthur of uh grace to you of grace community church uh, there in Southern California. Go to gty.org and um, go listen to some of his sermons. You can find him on YouTube as well. Um, I love pastor um, Johnny Mac. I do. I have a study Bible. I have me. He's, he's a Calvinist, but he's a Calvinist, but he's a pre tribulationist too. Um, so you got to look at your dispensation. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I do like he's great. He's a great expositor of the word of God. So anyway, and if you ever have questions, you go to gotquestions.org, gotquestions.org, type in any question you have, and you're gonna get a biblically sound answer from there. You can go to my webpage, um my yeah, my website, webpage, whatever, Bible prophecy for today dot com. That is Bible Prophecy the number for today dot com. Um, I have a lot of a lot of resources on there: pastors, teachers, authors that are biblically sound, doctrinally sound, theologically sound. Um, Anyway, when they when they go on to preach something that goes aberrant or whatever, I take them off my page. So I'm very, uh, very cautious of that. So anyway, guys, I'm going to get out of here. So with that, get in the word of God, let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may today be the day. It could be guys. Could be. May God bless each and every one of you.